saved, and I tried to preach this morning. So I'm thankful. I'm thankful for my son in the gospel being willing to come and help to carry this load. Amen. Don't you appreciate Brother Hilton? Praise God. Amen. I want him to come again this morning. I want him just to take his liberty. I want him to follow the Holy Ghost and to preach what God has put on his heart. God bless you. Preach to me. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. Even though pastor's home, we're still going to just go ahead and have church. Amen. Amen. I, I concur with everything pastor just said. Amen. That, uh, that, that there was such a, a response, a rallying of the church. Amen. I told pastor this morning in the office that, um, that I felt like I didn't have to do much, that I just showed up to church, and we just had church. Amen. Amen. That's what I feel like doing this morning. I just feel like having church. Hallelujah. Amen. In his presence, I know I keep quoting this, but there's something about it when we come into the house of the Lord. Amen. How many of you felt the presence of the Lord here already? Aren't you thankful for that? Aren't you thankful for another opportunity to be in his house? Amen. Where there is fullness of joy. Hallelujah. This is what I've been looking forward to all week. Amen. Since Tuesday night, amen, I came to the house of the Lord and the Lord met with us. Amen. And then, amen, I've been, I woke up every morning. I can't wait until Sunday morning to get back into the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I hope that's the way that you feel this morning. Hallelujah. Scripture teaches us that it's from the abundance of our heart. Amen. That our mouth speaks. Amen. I saw some mouths moving this morning. Amen. I saw some hands going up this morning. Amen. From the abundance of our heart. Amen. Why don't we do that here just for a moment? Oh God, I love you, Jesus. That's it. Hallelujah. I feel the touch of the Lord again right now. He's moving in this place. Oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. So glad to be in his house this morning. Amen. I don't want to take for granted. Amen. The opportunity that we have. Amen. In his house. Amen, amen, amen. It's more than just, we talked about it the other night, but it's more than just another building. Amen. It's more than just another uh, meeting or a social club. Amen. But we're here to serve the mighty God. Amen. Amen. If you have your Bibles open to Acts chapter 9, verse 31, do you want to say how glad I am to have Pastor back home? Amen. Whether he's, uh, he might be here physically, but it's all right if he has to check out later on. (laughs) It's okay. Amen. We're still here. We're going to have church. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Acts chapter 9, verse 31. And then we'll also read in Romans chapter 3, 9 through 18. Hallelujah. I do want to say what a privilege it is to have guests with us this morning. Amen. There are many other places in Olathe, the Kansas City area, that you could have gone to. Amen. And we're privileged to have you with us this morning. Amen. Also to have my friends from Colorado Springs, Brother John and Brother John. John 1 and John 2. Uh, I told them last night that I might have them testify, but I'll let them off the hook this morning. But I don't know about tonight. Yeah, we might do it tonight. We'll see. 
Maybe we can have one of the Johns sing. I'm not talking about John Leva. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Acts chapter 9, verse 31. Amen. The scripture tells us that then add the churches rest throughout all Judea and Galilee and Samaria and were edified and walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Ghost were multiplied. Amen. Everybody say they were walking in the fear of the Lord. Amen. Romans chapter 3, verse 9 through 18. <clears throat> Hallelujah. I know you're not supposed to read a lot of scripture as a text, but I just want to. Pastor said it's all right, so we're going. Amen. Romans chapter 3, verse 9. What then are we better than they? No, in no wise, for we have before proved both Jews and Gentiles that they are all under sin. Everybody, amen, come to this world the same way that you and I did. Amen. There's no, there's no, uh, um, no sort of self-entitlement, no sort of entitlement that you receive when you come into this world. Everybody is uh, entering this world at the same level. They're all under sin. Verse 10, as it is written, there is none righteous no, not one. There is none that understandeth. There is none that seeketh after God. They're all gone out of the way. They are, they are together become unprofitable. There is none that doeth good. No, not one. Their throat is an op open sepulcher. With their tongues they have used deceit. The poison of asps is under their lips. Whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Destruction and misery are in their ways. And the way of peace have they not known. And in a summarizing statement, verse 18, he says, There is no fear of God before their eyes. Amen. What a, what a sad picture, amen, that the Apostle Paul uh, portrays for us. Amen. Amen. And in the summarizing statement, he said they, they're full of cursing and bitterness. They, they've got, they're swift to shed blood. They, they're full of destruction and misery. And so just to sum it all up, there is no fear of God in their eyes. Amen. No fear of God in their eyes. Amen. If you, have, if you can lay down your Bibles, just ask the Lord to help us today. I want to talk about the fear of the Lord. Let's all just lay our Bibles down and talk to the Lord. God, we need your touch in this place. God, give me an ear to hear what the Spirit has to say. Give me a mind to understand, a heart and attitude to receive, respond to your word today. Lord, I pray that you and the Hallelujah. Let's thank the Lord for what we feel this morning. Thank you, Jesus, for your goodness. Thank you, Jesus, for your grace. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. You could be seated. Amen. This morning. Amen. Hallelujah. We're talking about the fear of the Lord this morning. I don't, I'm not coming to try to impress anybody. It may just be a Bible study. I don't know what it will turn out to be. Amen. And, um, Amen. But but we'll just we'll just let the Lord have his way. Amen. I'll just do my best and then get out of the way and let the Lord have his way this morning. That's what we've come for anyway. Amen. But in general, that word fear, the fear as it as it relates to uh the fear of the Lord, as it's used in the scripture, amen, is um it by definition means that we have a sense of dread 
or terror, amen, it's, uh, and, and one of the definitions I read, it was being afraid, amen, literally being afraid, scared, amen, in a sense, amen, amen. And then in some context in Scripture, amen, that sense of t- terror and fear and um, being afraid, amen, takes on a connotation of reverence and respect, amen, um, that terror, that fear, that feeling, amen, of being scared, amen, adds to itself, amen, it drives, it motivates a sense of reverence, amen, and specifically towards God, amen, amen. But it all started with this root of fear, amen, this, this feeling of, of being scared of, of perhaps judgment impending or, or something, amen, I, I don't know, amen, it seems to me I've heard this statement less and less as of late, amen, I don't want to fail God. I don't want to fail God. And, and to me, I mean, I, I remember hearing people express that attitude, amen, in, almost on a regular basis. And, and it's been a long time, amen, since I've heard that statement, amen. And, and, and this sense of fear, amen, it, it produces something. It drives something in us, amen. It causes us to come down, amen, to these whitewashed altars, amen. It puts us on our knees and on our faces and, and drives, amen, a prayer, amen, from from our depths, amen. It makes us want to, makes us want to talk to God, makes us want to get right with God. Hallelujah. I mean, I'm talking about a fear of the Lord. I believe that this sense, this feeling, amen, was put in us, amen, from the very beginning, amen. This is something, amen, that God designed us, that God created us. He put it into us. Amen. I didn't put it in my notes, but I was reading in Scripture, amen, when God, amen, put man over the earth, that He gave him dominion, amen, over the fowls of the air and over the fish of the sea and over everything, amen, that was on the earth. And then later on, He came back and said, He said, those animals, amen, those, every beast of the field, every, every fowl of the air is going to have fear towards you. Amen. And God gave them dominion, and then the animals would have fear towards Man, amen, amen, why is that, amen, amen, I, I think about our society, our generation, young people, amen, us, amen, people that are our contemporaries, amen, they've lost a sense of respect for authority, for dominion, amen, for anybody having any sense of control and, and submitting to anyone. Amen. You think about, amen, the, the, the uprising against, amen, policemen. And as they, amen, they try to do their jobs and they have been in, they've been given a, 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 a form of authority, amen, by our local governments. And, and they are simply trying to do their job, amen. But because of a lack of fear, because of a lack of respect, amen, a proper respect for that authority, amen, the, the coin has been flipped. And now it's the policemen that fear the children. Amen. When men try to go out and do their job, they're scared. Amen. The fear is no longer in the young people. Amen. That want to do something wrong and they're scared they're going to get caught. They're not even worried about that anymore. Now it's the policemen worried that they're, they're, they're just doing their job and, and, and they'll be misperceived as, as being uh, some form of racist or some form of, 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 of challenging these children. Amen. Amen. It's just a fact. Amen. This is the way, amen. It's the way things are are taking place. I mean, you can think about the schoolhouses and children, amen, going to school and and teachers, amen. They've lost their sense of authority over these children. Amen. Anything the kid says is right. 
Man, all they got to do is go home and tell mom and dad or, or go, go and pull the right strings and push the right buttons. Amen. And that teacher finds himself without a job. Amen. No longer are the kids concerned about whether or not they're crossing any lines at school, but the teachers are worried about the lines that they're crossing. Amen. They can't teach effectively. Amen. This is something, amen, that's been turned around in our society. Amen. Amen. But the church of the living God ought never to lose this sense of respect. Amen. For the man of God. Amen. And for God himself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The day that we lose, amen, our respect, amen, for what the man of God has to say. Amen. I'm not talking about myself. I'm talking about pastor and the, the one that God has delegated authority to, amen, for this church. Amen. That, that once we lose, amen, that respect, amen, once we lose that sense of reverence, amen, we can no longer be effective, amen, as a church. We can no longer, amen, produce the way we ought to for the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Friend, we can't lose this. We can't let go of this old fashioned. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I wasn't planning on getting here this early. Amen. But now that I'm here, amen, I want you to understand, young people, when Pastor says you ought not to download that app or you might not want to go to that website, don't you dare buck up against that. Amen. That's God's sense of authority trying to help you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I can read the scriptures. Amen. And Jonah, amen, was given a, a calling. Amen. God called him, amen, to the city of Nineveh to save them. Amen. But on the trip out there, amen, he ran away. Amen. From the calling of God. We all know the story. Amen. He got on this ship to Tarshish and there were heathen men on that ship. Amen. And as they go out to sea, and as they drift out further and further to sea, amen, the seas, amen, begin to toss the ship back and forth. Amen. A storm comes in. Amen. And waves start uh, creeping up higher and higher on the side of that ship. And those heathen men, amen, start to get afraid. Amen. They go to Jonah and say, they said, Jonah, amen, do you know what this is all about? And Jonah said, yes, I do. Amen. He said, I fear God. Yeah. Hallelujah. You can read it. Jonah chapter 1. I don't remember what verse. Amen. But he said, I fear God. And then in the next scripture, you can see, amen, these men start to develop, amen, this sense of fear. Amen, Jonah, by saying, I fear God, amen, recall these men, this old sense of respect and authority, amen, of sense of, of authority, amen, and they started getting scared. Amen, all too often, amen, that's the way it is with us. Amen, we wait till the seas of life are tossing us back and forth, and we've lost complete control, amen, before we submit ourselves, amen, to His authority. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, I'm talking about, amen, a deep sense of fear. Amen, for what God can do. Amen, and for what God will do. Amen, we'll talk a little later, amen, about the benefits, amen, of this fear of God. But right now, I don't want us to lose, amen, sight, amen, of, of, of the need, amen, for a fear, amen, a genuine, a deep fear, amen, for God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Amen. I, I think perhaps it could come, amen, out of, out of a sense of being comfortable, Pastor. Amen. We just grow up on the coattails of mom and dad and, and we didn't really have to work much for anything in the younger generation. Amen. Older generations are probably a bit more familiar, amen, with sweat. Amen. And tears. Amen. But this younger generation. Amen. We just kind of grow up and we take some things for granted. Amen. We're entitled. Amen. We feel like to some things. Amen. And, and we lose a sense of this could all be gone. Amen. It took a lot of work to get where we're at. Right? We don't know anything about that. We don't understand, uh, amen, how much work and how much blood and sweat and tears, amen, was expended, uh, amen, for where we live today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I mean, some people in our generation just call us superstitious. Some people in our generation just call us old-fashioned. They try to make us feel out of place. Amen. But I'm trying to stir up an old sense of fear. Maybe it's some young people. Maybe it's some moms and dads. And bring us back to a place of just, God, I don't want to fail you. I want to live for you. I want to please you. I don't care what they think. I don't care what they say. I just want to do what's right hallelujah come on let's give the Lord some praise this morning hallelujah Jesus gee I don't know about you amen but I want to be right with God I want to be clear before God I want to please God hallelujah 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 We've uh, developed, I mean, you can go and read, amen, news articles and find, amen, these, these campuses have, have developed what they call safe spaces, amen, for their self-entitled, amen, they really didn't receive entitlement from anything other than themselves, and they think more highly of themselves than they ought to, amen, they, amen, but they, 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 they believe that those, those places of safety, amen, amen, you could, Correct me if I'm wrong, you know, correct me for doing this, Pastor, if I'm wrong by saying this over the pulpit, but I was watching a video and this girl was screaming at her professor. This is a safe place. This is a place where we develop and culture ideas. And how can we do that? Amen, without safety. And, um, and so that was her whole idea of what school was. And then going to school, amen, she just thought that they ought to cater to everything that she thought. No, that is not the purpose for your school. The purpose for that, amen, is to challenge your ideas. Amen, to question what you have always thought and believe. Amen, so that way you can question and you can start researching, amen, and make sure that what you believe is right, all right? Okay. Amen, but it's not by any means should it be a safe space. Amen. Amen. I, I'm telling you, when we come to the house of the Lord, amen, sometimes we just feel like, Pastor, don't, don't step on my toes. Don't challenge, amen, what I'm thinking. Amen. I, I know that I'm right. You, you just go ahead and go ahead and let's just have a good service. Let's just have another blessing tonight. I'm interested in just another good worship service. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just, I, I'm telling you, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade, amen, what I've grown up with and what I've grown up in for anything in this world. 
I'm not interested in just another safe place. Amen. Although this is a safe place. We talked about it last Tuesday. It's a safe place from this world. Amen. It's a place of refuge. Amen. But it's not a safe place for your ideas and your sin. Amen. This is a place, amen, where we can be cleansed and we can be helped and we can be changed. Hallelujah. 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 Even the heathen men, amen, on that ship with Jonah, amen, developed that sense. They recalled, amen, the sense of fear, amen, towards God. Amen. Hallelujah. The fear of God inherently has a recognition for His authority. Amen. In our generation, we've talked about it. Amen. Has lost its respect. Amen. For authority. Amen. This is a cycle that's been going on. Amen. For years. For centuries. Amen. Since the beginning, really, of the time that God chose a people for Himself. Amen. In Judges chapter 21, verse 25, In those days there was no king in Israel. No authority in Israel. And so... Every man did what was right in his own eyes. I mean, that which was right in his own eyes. Amen. You can read through the book of Judges and see that cycle occurring over and over. Amen. They, at one point, something would happen. Judgment would come and they would revive that sense of fear towards God. They, they would recall that, oh my goodness, God pulled me out of the muck and mire. God pulled us out of Egypt. I mean, He delivered us. What a mighty God we serve. Amen. And that He said that if we don't do this, this, and this, I mean, the judgment's going to fall. And then judgment came. Amen. And because of their, their inability to obey and, and their uh, rebellion, amen, they, they, they disobeyed. And then judgment came. Some enemy would come in and take over. Amen. And then a deliverer would come up because they started praying again. They started fighting this fear. Amen. And, and, and God would deliver them again. God would honor their faith and their prayers. Amen. Amen. Let's read. I just want to read. Amen. At the end of, I mean, after judges took place, they got themselves some kings and set up a kingdom. Amen. The kingdom, the nation of Israel. Amen. But even during this time period, Amen. The nation of Israel just seemed to be going through the cycle. Second Kings chapter 7, verse 34 and 30 through 39. Unto this day they do after the former manners. Amen. It said after unto this day they do after what they've always been doing, their former manners. They fear not the Lord. Neither do they after their statutes or after their ordinances or after the law and commandment, which the Lord commanded the children of Jacob, whom he named Israel. <clears throat> With whom the Lord had made a covenant and charged them, saying, You shall not fear other gods, amen, nor bow yourselves to them, nor serve them, nor sacrifice to them. But the Lord, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt with great power and a stretched out arm, him shall you fear, and him shall you worship, and to him shall you do sacrifice, and the statutes and the ordinances. And the law and the commandment which he wrote for you, ye shall observe to do forevermore. And ye shall not fear other gods. Amen. And the, and the covenant that I have made with you, ye shall not forget. Neither shall you fear other gods. Amen. Verse 39. But the Lord your God, ye shall fear. And he shall deliver you out of all the hand of your enemies. 
Amen. Here we see the first benefit. Amen. Of of fearing the Lord. Amen. Of fearing the might and the power of Almighty God. Amen. We see, amen, that if we have a proper sense of fear and respect towards God, amen, that He'll deliver us. Amen. That He'll fight our battles. That He will make up the difference. Amen. That He's not just a God. Amen. That gets a sense of pride and, and, and feels good because He's got a people. Amen. That are fearful of Him and scared of what He can do. Amen. But when we have a proper respect and fear for Him, Amen. He'll come down and help us. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. I'm going to skip this part. We're going to go down here. Psalm 25, verse 12 through 14. What is man? Uh, what man is he that feareth the Lord? Him shall he teach in the way that he shall choose. His soul shall dwell at ease, and his seed shall inherit the earth. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him, and he will show him his covenant. Amen, this is for you. Amen, if you fear God. Amen, if you develop, if you recall, amen, that old sense, amen, that drove you to an altar for the first time and sought and, and sought God's face for forgiveness. Amen, if you can maintain that, amen, He'll teach you. He'll lead you. Amen, He'll renew that covenant with you over and over and over. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How great is thy goodness. Psalms 31 and 19. Which thou hast laid up for them that fear thee. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalm 33, 18 through 19. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear Him and upon them that hope in His mercy. Psalm 34 and 7. The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear Him and delivereth them. Hallelujah. Psalm 61 and 5. For thou, O God, hast heard my vows. Thou hast given me the heritage of those that fear thy name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. We can keep going. Psalms 103.10. He that uh, he hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. Amen. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. I'm grateful. Amen. For a merciful God. Amen. I will fear him. Amen. I will stand in respect and awe of him. Amen. Because of all that he's done for me. Hallelujah. Listen to this. Like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. For he knoweth our frame. He remembereth that we are nothing but dust. What a mighty God we serve. What a merciful God we serve. Hallelujah. As for man, his days are as grass, as a flower of the field, so he flourisheth. For the wind passeth over it, and it is gone. Amen. The place thereof shall know it no more. That's the way you are. Amen. If you don't fear him. Amen. But if you can find a place, amen, of fear and respect for God. Amen. He'll preserve that grass. He'll preserve your precious flower. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear Him and His righteousness unto His children's children. I'm so grateful, amen, for this mighty God that I serve. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen to this, Proverbs 9 and 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The knowledge of the holy is understanding. Proverbs 22 and 4, by humility and the fear of the Lord are riches, honor, and life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Listen to this, Exodus 18, 21. Moreover, thou shalt provide out of all the people able men, such as fear God. Men that fear God, this is what he'll do. Men of truth, hating covetousness, and place such over them to be rulers of thousands, rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties, and rulers of tens. Man, you want to be used by God? You want God to use you in his kingdom? Amen. We ought to develop a real sense of fear and respect. Amen. For what God can do. Hallelujah. Man, I gave Pastor a book. Forgot the name of it. The Christian one. The Christian book, Pastor. By Marvin Arnold. What's his? Yeah, church, Christian Church History, I think is the title. Um, he, it was volume one. I guess he died before he got to volume two. Amen. He's, anyway, I, that was kind of morbid. I shouldn't have said it that way, but. <clears throat> amen. But Marvin Arnold wrote a book, and in this book he talked about, amen, Christian church history. just kind of covers and overviews all, all of church history, amen, from the time Jesus and the disciples were on the earth and apostles, amen, construct, er, uh, constructed the foundation of the church and then on throughout. And his, his ultimate goal was just to identify believers throughout, amen, Amen. Throughout history, amen. From from zero A.D. when Jesus was here, amen. To today, amen. Through the Middle Ages, where nobody seems to have any sort of record for it, he did a lot of good research, interesting stuff, amen. A lot smarter than I am, and um, and so, but in this past, I mean, in this book, amen, he wrote about people that he referred to as God fearers, and he described these people as individuals. Amen, that, that they arrived at the fullness of truth. Amen, they baptized in Jesus' name. They believed in the oneness of God. Amen, I'm talking about in the early, probably 300 A.D. before, before the Middle Ages, up till probably about 500. And, um, and, and amen, this, these group of people, amen, they, they believed in the oneness of God. They believed and they taught and preached and practiced baptism in Jesus' name. Amen. But he said the reason for all of this, they didn't necessarily have some distinct teacher that brought them there. Amen. But it was because of a fear of God, a respect, amen, for the word of God. Amen. Their hunger for something real. Amen. For a God, amen, that had a concern, amen, with the people that lived for them, for him. And, and they took that time, amen, out of a fear of God, amen, found truth. Amen, I'm telling you, if we have, amen, if we have, amen, this proper sense of fear for God, or respect for God, amen, it'll lead us and guide us into all truth, amen, amen, it'll get us to a place, amen, where we want to be right with God, where we want to be in line with His precepts, amen, His word, amen, hallelujah, hallelujah, in Psalms 2 and 11, amen, this uh, teaches, tells us, amen, it's a command, it says, serve the Lord with fear, rejoice with trembling. Amen. Serve the Lord with fear. Amen. Amen. And um, hopefully I'm not, it's 1120. I've been up here for 25 minutes. Amen. Uh, I mean, there are two, 
as I was studying, I mean, I feel like I've arrived two categories, amen, of fear, amen, for the Lord. Amen, fear of what God will do, amen, fear of what God won't do. When we're talking about how we fear God, amen, there's only two things that we fear. Amen, we fear what He will do, amen, that He will honor His word, amen, and, and the promises that He's given us, He's going to do. Amen. And then also the other side of that is, amen, that he'll send judgment when he says he will. Amen. That, that, um, that, that the wages of sin is death. Amen. That we fear God, amen, and the judgments that he sends. Amen. We're fearing what he will do. Amen. The second thing, amen, is that we fear what he won't do. Amen. When God gives us a promise, amen, we doubt and we question whether or not, amen, he, he will fulfill, amen, his promises. Amen, this is, uh, this is not a good one, by the way. We don't want this one. Amen, we don't want to fear God in this way. And, and it was confusing to me, Pastor, as I was reading. I mean, in some contexts, I mean, fearing the Lord was a good thing. And in some, it was a bad thing. Amen, but this is how I arrived at this conclusion. Amen, that, that there are some people that just fear God won't really do what He said He's going to do. Amen, that He said that He's going to send revival. I mean, He said that that new life is going to see souls saved. And, and if I reach out, I'm going to find some people that are hungry for God. I can teach a Bible study. Amen. But look at me. I've been teaching 10, 20 Bible studies last year, and I don't see one soul. Hallelujah. I want you to understand, amen, that God is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. He will come through. Amen. You just got to have an appropriate fear of Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Revelations 21 and 8. Very, it's probably familiar to most of us. Amen. It's a scary scripture, Pastor. Amen. The fearful and the unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. I mean, he said the fearful. I mean, Brother Hill, you've been preaching about being fearful all morning this morning, and now you're telling me that if I'm fearful, amen, I'm going to go to hell. Amen, this is what I'm talking about, those, those ones that don't have a fear of what God, amen, they fear what God won't do. I'm sorry, I'm messing this up here. Amen. It's like me trying to tell a joke. I like get to the punchline, I mess it all up. <clears throat> amen. But, uh, so usually I have to read it. I was trying to tell John uh, Burgess and John Label yesterday a joke, and I told Josh too. I mean, I got to Josh, and I'm, I told the joke perfect. I mean, but I told these guys, and, and I messed it all up. Amen. So I'm messing this all up too, but that's okay, because God makes up the difference. Amen. Amen. But I don't want to have a fear of what God won't do. Amen. Amen. As we just read, amen, the fearful and unbelieving will have their part in the lake that burneth with fire. Amen. I want you to understand somebody, amen, that when God says, amen, that, that it's sin that separates us, I fear, amen, committing something that will separate me from God because I believe that He will judge those that do not do according to His law. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I do fear, amen, that if, that if I'm not right with God when He comes back, amen, for His glorious church, amen, that I don't make it in the rapture, that's something that I fear. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Because I believe in His Word. Amen. I believe in what He has to say. Hallelujah. All right. Enough of the scary stuff. Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 11. Amen. Apostle Paul. Actually, not enough of the scary stuff because... I'm not going to go against Apostle Paul. Because what he said in verse 11 in 2 Corinthians 5 is, Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. I mean, this is how sometimes a, a preacher will get into the pulpit. Amen. He preaches heavy conviction. He'll preach, he'll preach fire and brimstone. Amen. So hot that you could feel it in your seat. Amen. It drives you out of your pew and into an altar. Amen. Amen. Apostle Paul says, that's what I do. I want you to believe, amen, in a God, amen, who means what He says. Amen, I want you to believe in a God that if you don't obey His precepts and His law, He will judge. Amen, He will judge. Hallelujah. Sinner friend, I want you to understand, amen, that unless you repent and unless you are baptized in the name of Jesus, and unless you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, Evidence by speaking in another tongue. Amen. You won't make it to heaven. Jesus said, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit. He cannot. I mean, I don't care how good you are. I don't care how much money you put in the offering plate. I don't care how well you live your life. I don't care what you do. Amen. Unless you're born again. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Unless you find a place of saying, God, I'm sorry. I believe what the preacher's saying this morning. I don't want to live my life this way anymore. I want to change my life. I want to change my heart. Oh, come on, church of God. Let's lift our voices and pray right now. I feel the Holy Ghost trying to move. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, come on. We need to talk to the Lord just for a moment. Jesus. Hallelujah. God, I want to get right with you. I want to get things right with you. I want to change. I want you to help me to do better. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus. Come on, let's just feel out your Lord just for a minute. Oh, Master. We want you to have your way today. Hallelujah, Jesus. Baptize us, God, with a healthy sense of fear for you, God. Lord, I fear for your word. God, respect God. Amen for what you have to say to me. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You might feel, amen. I, I, I know, I know that there have been some in the past. And they come to an apostolic church. They don't, they don't understand everything that's going on. They don't, they don't recognize, amen, why they're getting so excited, why they're running the aisles, why they're jumping, why they're clapping, why they lift their hands. I mean, I understand, amen, that might be a little bit odd if you're not familiar, amen, with the apostolic way, amen. But I want you to understand, amen, that sense of fear, amen, ought not to drive you out of the pew and out the back door, amen. But that's something that God is using, amen, to stir your heart, amen, to draw you closer to him to let you know amen that the way you're living amen isn't necessarily right amen that the way the things that you've been doing amen isn't necessarily the way that he wants you to do it amen but he's drawing you out amen he's stirring he's putting that seed of respect and awe amen for what he can do hallelujah 
Hallelujah. Amen. I don't want the New Testament church, our church, amen, to do, get too far away, amen, from the way that God works. Amen. This is a way that He stirs, amen, New Testament sinners and, and people that want to make it right with God. Amen. Church, we can't get too far away from this old fashioned message. We don't have to be ashamed, amen, of the fear, amen, that God uses, amen, to draw a sinner out of their pew. We don't have to be afraid or ashamed, amen, of the way that God operates. Amen, he's been doing this a long time. He knows what works and what won't work. Amen, our obligation, amen, is just to help them down to the altar. Our obligation is when they make it there, we give them all the love and support that we can give to them. Hey, friend, I'm praying for you. I don't care what you've done. I don't care where you've gone. Amen, I'm praying for you. Amen, I was right where you are right now. I've been there before. I know what you're feeling. Amen, God will use you. Amen, God will help you. Amen, to pray someone through to the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, it's not our place to judge. That's his job. Amen, that's what he's doing. Amen, he's the one that's calling down, sending conviction and stirring their heart. Amen, we're just there. Amen, to be faithful and praying for them. Come on, let's do it right now. Come on, let's pray right now. Jesus. God, I want you to save a soul this morning. God, I want you to baptize us with the Holy Ghost. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost moving. Amen, sinner friend. If you feel convicted, amen, these altars are open. Amen, you're more than welcome. Amen, to come down here and pray. Amen, we want to pray with you. We want to help you through it. Come on, church family. We ought to pray. Come on. Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, but if I go up there and I go down to the altar and I'm praying, and man, everybody's going to know that he's talking about me. Everybody's going to see I mean, that it's me. Amen. That's okay. That's all right. That's the first step of getting right with God. Again, we've all been there. We've been in this altar searching our hearts and praying and asking God to forgive us. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I read it in our text. Amen. No, in no wise are we better than they. Amen. For we have before proved both Jews and Gentiles that they are all under sin. Every last one of us. Amen. We can't live good enough. Hallelujah, hallelujah. As it is written, there is none righteous. No, not one. There is none that understandeth. Amen. There is none that seeketh righteousness. Amen. There's none that seeketh after God. They're all gone out of the way. They're all are together become unprofitable. Hallelujah. The throat is an open sepulcher. With the tongues, they're used to seed. 
poison of asps under the lips, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Feet are swift to shed blood. Destruction, misery are in through every single one of us. Take a look around. Not one of us are exempt. Every last one of us. Amen. That's how we can pray with you so fervently. Because we know the way that you're feeling right now. Oh, oh, Jesus, I wish somebody could get under a burden for a soul today. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, that son of David, would you have mercy on me today? Hallelujah, Jesus is passing by this place today. Amen, anything that you need. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. I want to read this passage of Scripture. Amen. The Old Testament. Amen. Amen. God is looking. Amen. For this fear in us. He placed it in us for a purpose. Amen. Verse 1 of Genesis 22. And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, here I am. He said, Take now thy son, Thine only son, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell thee of. Your only son, Abraham. The thing that you prayed for for so long, the one thing that you have so much value in, I want you to offer that to me as a sacrifice. Abraham rose up early in the morning, saddled his ass, and took two of his young men with him, Isaac his son, clave the wood, and clave the wood for the burnt offering, rose up and went unto the place which God had told him. Amen. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes, saw the place so far off, and Abraham said unto the young men, Abide ye here with the ass, and I, will, and, I, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again unto you. Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering, laid it upon Isaac his son, and took the fire in his hand and a knife, and they went both of them together. And Isaac spake unto Abraham his father and said, Father, my father, and he said, here, I am, here am I, my son. And he said, behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham said, my son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. And so they went, both of them, together. And they came to the place which God had told him of, and Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. Amen, Sister Holly, you just keep on praying. I feel the Holy Ghost moving right now. Amen, I feel like God's trying to stir somebody in this place. Amen, God's looking, amen, for somebody, amen, just to make an offering. Amen, He's looking, amen, for you, amen, to demonstrate, amen, your faith, amen, today. Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven, heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here am I. And he said, lay not thine hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know 
that thou fearest God. That's what this is all about, Abraham. I want you to make a sacrifice. And then, I, friend, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm not suggesting, I mean, we've got 12 steps, and, and once you check off each of these steps, then everything's going to be all right. It's going to be difficult, amen, climbing that, old, that mountain, amen, and creating that altar. It's going to take some work, and it's going to take a real sacrifice, something that you love, amen, something that you've invested your time in, something that you have longed for all your life. Perhaps God is asking you to give that. Amen. But if you fear God, that's not much of a mountain after all. It's just a short trip. I'm willing to climb it. I said, go grab the wood. We're going to make an offering. I love you. Amen. But this is what God wants. And I fear Him. I mean, He's the reason you're here in the first place, Isaac. I mean, he, you are my promise from God. I mean, when God asks you of me, I am not going to withhold it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, oh, I want him to know that I fear him. Anything you ask, God. Anything you want from me, God. Sister Rebecca, if you can come up here. Anything that I have is yours. I'm not holding anything. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Amen, if we could all stand this morning. Amen, it's time to make some sacrifices. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now I know. This is what I've been looking for all morning. I'm just wondering. Wondering if you're willing. To give it all up for me. I'm wondering if you are willing to turn it all in. Amen. For the gift that I'll give to you. Amen. We could read on and see that, that Abraham didn't have to end up offering Isaac, that God made a sacrifice. God gave him a gift. Amen. And, and that was the response from God when Abraham was willing to make the sacrifice. I mean, God's got a gift waiting for you. As soon as you make your way down to this altar, amen, and you're willing to give that offering, give that sacrifice, God, I don't care. That doesn't mean as much to me as the way you think about me does. Oh, Jesus, these altars are open. You can come. Hallelujah.